When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, we're back, finally, finally working. Um, yeah, it's been a long, long week for Black and Rovers fans, I think. Um, starting Monday night's game on Sky against Wigan at home, 0-0 draw. We both went to the game, just not good enough, is it? No, it, it was a real struggle, should put that way, to watch. Um, yeah, we... Just never really created anything. Like, it, it, it was just kind of huffed and puffed. Apart from that Diaz chance early on, there was no. I can't remember another clear cut chance. No, not that I can think of. There were a couple like half chances. I think the one where I don't know whether Sober crosses it in or and it like takes a dodgy bounce and the keeper like palms it out. And then there was yeah. Costello's volley where I think he should probably square it rather than. Yeah, going. There's one that came across the deck in the six yard box as well, but it, it didn't really didn't connect with it properly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, and then there was that thing, the, the, the penalty shout later on where Diaz tried to flick it for some reason. I don't it, think it's a penalty. Do you think it's a penalty? No, 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 it, it weren't. Um, I don't think it were a penalty, but... A lot of people are saying it's contact and stuff, but... Yeah. Right. Well, they weren't enough to knock I mean, him over, I think. If you give a decision for every contact, then... Yeah. Yeah. So, you mentioned about the flick there from Diaz. It were a, it were a lazy flick, really, weren't it? It weren't like... Yeah. And I don't understand where this half-assed performances are coming from. Like, no, I um, it, all night it just felt like. Yeah, you know, I said after the game that some variation yeah. of Brereton's, um worst performance in in a Rovers shirt. Um, um, even when he first joined and he really struggled for those first two three years. You know, you could tell that he was like giving him his all to make it happen. You know, but for the first time, well, particularly on Monday, like, he just felt like the effort wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's very. Like, I don't think Rovers fans ask for a lot, really. We don't expect loads, but we expect a minimum amount of effort. And I feel like yeah. that. I think Monday is the first time we've seen from this side that they're not putting the effort in. Mm. And I don't know whether that's. Um, they're not fit enough and they've just dropped off after Christmas which has happened in the last five seasons anyway yeah or I don't, I don't know are they bottling it because of how like where they are in the league and like Wigan I think Wigan at home was probably our most vulnerable game of the season the bottom of the league new manager like, yeah and it should be the game that you think right that's three points at well I think everyone in the build up was kind of looking towards it especially after everything that happened last week with the you know we don't need to go over what happened on Deadland Day again. Um, and what's still going on, really, with the appeal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone's kind of looking at the Wigan game on Monday as like, the game that would hopefully restart the, you know, yeah, restart the season again. Particularly really. um, going into like, two tough away games, Watford and West Brom. You know, We really wanted it to be 
not only a win, but a convincing performance that everyone kind of gets up for again. And at the start of a new month as well, you know, I, I thought that was uh, important. Um, but it just wasn't yeah. what we wanted at all. We needed the win going into these next two games because it takes a bit of pressure off. Like you get a win against Wigan, you can almost like not forfeit one of the away games, but now because we've only got one point against Wigan, we need a win from the next two away games. And yeah, a lot of people are calling them make make or break, and to be honest, you can't really. Oh, you can't you can't disagree with it no um, I, I put him on all so this is a make or break week I think yeah. if you get four points from this week I think we're getting playoffs if we don't get any points from this week I think that's us the season which, is, which sounds stupid but I just think like this is going to prove how good we really are against these two teams now um, what did you think of Sober Thomas's debut that was quite a positive debut yeah particularly second half I, I thought it looked uh, thought it looked really good um I've heard rumblings about how he's like only a 70 minute player and that's why JDT took him off but you've got to consider that you know he was playing for the under 21s against Celtic in midweek so um, you know, you know, he's only just arrived and there's been a lot of talk about how JDT you know the, the training program's a lot more you know strenuous yeah it's strenuous and the workload's a lot heavier so you know, he'll have to adjust to that. Um, but I, I thought it was a really solid debut. I, yeah. I, I liked what I saw, really. I just thought um, that it's positive. That, but I expected him to be a winger, gets one-on-one with a full-back, knocks it past him 20 yards and runs and crosses the ball in. But I felt like every time he got the ball in the wing, that one that strikes and move across, like down the line, to offering him up. So I'm like, he's one-on-one with a full-back. Why are you running there? Yeah. Like, the strikers, Vale and Gallagher, should be going nowhere near wing when he's... Uh, they should be waiting in and around the box. If he beats his man and get a crossing, you're there. Like, if they're like running down lines to show him an option. He's having to come inside, and once he's inside, he's no one to pass to because the strikers run out wide. Mm. I just think, I mean, I mean, Vale's had enough chances this season. And I don't, I could, he could, we've said it before, he could do me alone. I don't think he's ever going to do it for us at this level. Mm. Just simple as that. Um, but Gallagher's not doing enough for me either. No. Um, I thought his subs really were quite strange. I mean, we just talked about uh, Sober Thomas and like you know the fact that he made a pretty solid debut. We both think, um, and Dak obviously played well again, and he took both of those two off um, for Gallagher and uh, Smodic. Smodic's weren't it so. Yeah. Well, strange to leave Dolan on the bench as well. I think Dolan gives that bit of energy that Diaz weren't giving us. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, yeah, Diaz should have gone off for me, and for me, Diaz doesn't start on Saturday. Um, I, I think in terms of Vale, you know, I, I mentioned to Dad on the way home after the game. He's not, whilst he's still young, he's not a, you know, he's not really breaking through anymore. Like because it, it, when I say that. He's still to break through in terms of the amount of goals he's scoring because he's hardly scoring at all. Yeah. But he's not at that typical breakthrough age anymore. You know, he's not 18, 19. He's more like... You know, yeah, he should be like... 20, I mean, he's starting you know. games. Or he's not like he should be starting games. He is starting games. But yeah. he's not... He's not, not producing. He's like, yeah, his contributions to the team aren't reflecting the amount of minutes he's getting. Um, another thing I want to speak about is set pieces. Like, we absolutely yeah. stink at set pieces. Yeah. The one where... Hedges and Morton have stood over it. 
take a short free kick like, late on, all centre back to come on, and then they, pa- they pass it across to Pickering who shoots from 40 yards. Just absolutely baffling. Especially me. that time in the game as well. I, I think it was like the 85th minute, weren't it? Yeah. And you just. I think that that was one just of those made it moments. It's easy for Wigan to defend. There were two moments in those like last like 10, 15 minutes, and we just thought, what, what are we watching what here? Are we watching, yeah. And um, it was that and Gallagher's. Gallagher's cross. I, I don't even know what to call it, really. I mean, the, the Rovers admin calling it, seeing the goalkeeper off his line and going for goal, that, that, that's worse than the there, cross There was itself. a couple, weren't there? And like Morton's free kick whistles past the post. It didn't even hit the side name. Yeah. He like curled it from the wrong side of the net and it's not even hit the side Working as club media, you have got to try and... Paint it a positive light. Paint and it a positive light. Robbie does not post minutes and do half-time nil-nil, full-time nil-nil. But <laughs> honestly, that free kick... Just... We used to be quite we used to be quite dangerous at free kicks, but we've always had good set piece takers on it. When yeah. Sober Thomas came in, he was obviously a set piece taker at Huddersfield. I thought, hey, we've got someone we've got to be dangerous, one, yeah. but like, I mean, is it the people on the end of the free kicks? I mean, there were a couple of crosses that came into the box. I remember the one where uh, Ben Brereton Diaz at the back post, and he like he almost like ducked, jumped. I was like. I don't mind if you're like jumping and like stretching every bone in your body to get on it and it like clips your head or you flick it on but it didn't look that high above him no. and he's not made any contact with it whatsoever so I don't I yeah. don't it's a bit, bit of a strange one really but what did you think of the overall performance <sighs> is there anyone else you picked out that had a bad game I mean, a good game Costello again yeah solid um Almost caused a well, he did, he did cause of a him a clean bit of a scrap at the end. Which this is today that Rovers have been charged for that. Which yeah, I think failing to control the players. Yeah, I think it's it's a bit of a joke, really. I mean, it was handbags, weren't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, Costello was solid again. Um, from that though, I thought Travis played really, well. Yeah, probably one of Travis's better games this season. Um, I mean, we've already mentioned Dak and Thomas. Um, Pers getting another clean sheet. Good yeah, for him. Yeah. He didn't really have much to do apart. I mean, they had the disallowed goal that he got elbowed at Joe with. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, apart from that, I don't, I don't really think they really troubled us. They had a couple of shots from like 30 yards that. Mm. But I don't, I don't think they were that close. They just, they just had to put them in the highlights because mm. there was nothing else to show. There was, there was one in first half, weren't there, um, into Blackman that, that, that just kind of like. Yeah. Flew over crossbar by it. Just carried yeah. on travelling at the same height until yeah. it went over. Would have been some goal if it had crept yeah. in. Yeah. Right. So I'm mean, gonna spoke about Wigan game enough. That's. I mean, there's not really much else we can speak about. It's not really, no. Crap, aren't it? Um, um, <laughs> good news about the Leicester tickets. So we've been begging yeah, for weeks for the some... club to do something, bit of marketing. So they've. Um, how they've worded it? The. 50% of the cost of the ticket subsidised subsidised that's the one that's the word I'm looking for subsidised so adult tickets at Leicester are £20 but for Rovers fans they're going to charge £10 which is good and I think at that with that they're going to sell out guaranteed I think they yeah. would have sold out anyway but it's good to see the club actually doing something and yeah definitely um, we've been calling it for like the last few uh, calling something like this for the last few weeks now so um, it, it's something to be happy about I think it's something the club deserve praise for really um, it's a good start but there's more they, they can do still I think yeah definitely um, but it'd be unfair to you know 
these last few weeks when it feels like you know we're constantly saying like there's been no engagement for so long and now that they've um you know now they've done something it'd be unfair not to praise them for it so yeah I'm, I'm glad that most of the responses to the announcement today were you know all positive and it's like you know fair play and stuff like this um i think i, I think it's a really good time um to, to do what they're doing really because i mean fifth round if we take us out down there and you know manage to push the, the boys into in, into the quarters you you one game away from Wembley, and it's how you, you know. Well, you, you know. I saw everyone just calm down a sec. No, no, no. Well, no, you shouldn't get carried away, but I think it's winnable. Yeah, it is winnable. They're struggling down there. I watched them against Villa on Saturday, and they they, they both played well going forward, but they were both absolutely shocking at the back. So it's just whether we can take advantage of that and stay solid at the back ourselves. Yeah. Um. But yeah, good thing for the club, good thing that they've done. Let's just hope. I'm guessing we'll sell out within a week, and the people that didn't buy 1875 should be back to complaining again. Have they done the scheme for it this time? Yeah, it's the four phase. I think it's the same four phases for the um, Burnley game as it was for the Burnley game. Yeah, fair enough. Right, so weekend results in the championship: Uh, Huddersfield one, QPR one. Huddersfield improved, but not enough. Fotheringham has been sacked now. Not really shocked about, but not really. I don't really know what the future holds for us. We're like, unless they're going to get in someone better, I don't, just can't see it at all. I no. think Corbran worked wonders and he's a top manager. I just think Huddersfield need to appreciate where they're at. I don't think they're going to get a manager as good as Corbran. Not at this time, anyway. I mean, they can get a better manager than Fodderingham and Scorefield, but I just don't think. Like, there's a massive gap between where they were with Corbran and yeah. what, what they are now with other managers. QPR still no win for, for ages. Um, Hull won, Cardiff nil. Cardiff in big trouble, three points with relegation zone. Hull doing well since Fazinha came in. I think mm. they've won the most games in the Championship since the World Cup break. Right. Which is, which is yeah. good for Hull. Because obviously when we beat them down there... We... Well, 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 they must be joint with Burnley. Yeah. Because Burnley have won. Yeah. It feels like Burnley that don't at the minute. They're not even in the league. Yeah. Just like they're, yeah, they're, they're so far out in front. Yeah. As much as it pains me to say. Uh, Luton won, Stoke nil. Stoke are down there. Luton three wins in a row, up to fourth now. So, I mean, they're the they're the like the the blueprint for the championship, aren't they? Spend little and be competitive every season. Yeah. Just managed to do mm-hmm. it. And like, obviously, I think Kenilworth Road only holds about ten thousand. So they can't use like tendencies to say no. that they're better than us, or like they can't sell more shirts. And so, why can they be competitive every season? Um, we're still struggling to do it, and they've just got a team full of misfits. I think. Yeah. Like, Amari Bell's like player at season now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Middlesbrough three, Blackpool nil. Two Blackpool masterclass, two goals and assist. Just, I think you've got to be looking at them for the playoffs now. I think they're looking pretty nailed on. Yeah. Um, um, Millwall one, Sunderland one. A win would have put both of them in the playoffs, but they draw. Mm. Again, we spoke about both of them. Well, Millwall, especially flirting with the playoffs like every season and never actually getting in there. Yeah. And then that's just a, a morbid trait, isn't it? Like yeah. A win off playoffs and just struggling. Um, Preston 1, Bristol City 2. Preston just can't do it at all. Like, just can't do it. Um, Reading 2, Watford 2. Reading with 2 0 down. Obviously, came back to 2 2, which helps us massively. Yeah, definitely. Uh, mm. Swansea 3, Birmingham 4. 90th minute and 90 plus 7 goals for Birmingham. Probably the game of the season in the championship but just a, 
a bad result for Swansea, really. And they've just had an indifferent season, haven't they, when they started? They, they started badly, didn't they? Yeah, had like a run of like five games where they got up there and we thought, oh, this could be Russell Martin's got it right and now they've yeah. gone back to he's not got it right. Like, <laughs> yeah, next year. Um, Norwich, Norwich nil, Burnley three. They win the game in hand and they go 20 points clear. How many games have we got left now? 16. We're on 30 now. I'm not sure. The most of the league's on 30. I think we're on 29, aren't we? Yeah, I think so. 16 games left, so scary, mm. scary to think, scary to think. Um, Rotherham nil, Sheffield United nil. Rotherham are hard to beat since since we played them. They've drawn two games, not conceding many goals. Are they still catchable, Sheffield United? I think they're they're past. I, it I think well. the top two are gone. To be honest, I think I think they have been for some time now. Um, yeah, since the World Cup break, the the, the picture has changed. Beyond recognition, really. Yeah. To um, think that like, when we played Burnley away, we would have won, would have gone top, wouldn't we? Yeah. And like everyone else, was just, even like well, I don't know we're miles away, but everyone else is miles away. Start this season, we were like top of the league for like it felt like a pretty lengthy yeah. spell that we were top after um, the first three games. But well, no, 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 not after that. Fucking <laughs> Premier League patches on shirt. Um. And yeah, completely shy. We've only picked up eight points now. Um, since, 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 since the restart um, enough, it? and it just feels like we've been stuck on 40 odd points for ages now and it feels like we've already said these next two games make or break we've just got to get moving like, come on we need we need to yeah. we need to get heading towards 50 you know we're just loitering at the minute. Yeah, I think I feel like we've been in like forty something points for like months. Yeah, right, and it's just getting to that fifty mark and then pushing for sixty, and then once you get to seventy, you're more or less in there, aren't you? Especially this season. Yeah, uh, West Brom one, Coventry nil. West Brom up into the playoffs now. Coventry down to fifteen. Yeah, and we fancied them earlier on in the season when Jokeres were banging him in, but now he's gone off the radar. I think maybe his head's been turned by the Everton yeah. rumours in January. Yeah. Um, I think the obviously the points deduction, although it was only a small points deduction, um, had an impact on them. And you know, like, like the save of this championship season, what five points? If you've given back that five points, I mean, it probably puts them up just outside the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I think when stuff like that happens off the pitch as well, you know, it's bound to affect results on the pitch. So, yeah. But yeah, Difficult big situation. Yeah. Watford Saturday, West Brom Wednesday, Wednesday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, do you make any changes at first eleven? For Watford, um, I'm not, I think the only change I'm making is I'm not starting Diaz. What about Vale? Not so. A lot of people saying give Leonard a chance, and yeah, why I think not? he's like in a similar, similar situation to Vale, and he's probably not ready for like adult football. Pro- well, I know he's banging but, him in under twenty one. But, feels, but so it, Vale. If Vale's getting the chance, yeah, I, I understand that, but I don't know. I just feel like we need. I just think Diaz needs a bit of. Say we need someone senior. He's had a Gallagher. Needs a bit of a kick up the arse. <laughs> yeah, he does. Like, um, I think Dolan comes in for Diaz for me. I don't think there's any doubt that he's had his head turned by the, you know, all the talk about Villarreal. Um, 
I think it's just, you know, plain as day, really. Um, and, yeah, uh, I just think uh, a game, maybe a couple of games even, you know. I'd like to see Dakon Smodic, two false nines. <laughs> My <laughs> God. No centre-forwards, none at all. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, it's a make-or-break week, I think. No points, and that's season over. Apart from the FA Cup. yeah. Yeah, midterm championship we won the cup we'll set that yeah. <laughs> European tour next year yeah. you can't win the cup I literally, the FA Cup final is the same day as Damon's wedding so like done we, we were saying the other night weren't we like Damon's wedding's getting binned off and like, <laughs> FA Cup semi-final like up it team score like, can't miss it can't miss it um, right it's going to be a quicker episode this week because I'm already fuming about the, the laptop situation there's no one to 10 quiz Um top five we're going to talk about biscuits this week top biscuits. five favourite biscuits I'm on a diet at a minute Dan if you're watching this Dan Dan keeps calling me a fat bastard every time I turn up to football on a Monday night so if I can't eat biscuits I'm on a diet so if I can't eat good stuff I'm have to talk about good stuff so top five biscuits this is tough this isn't it yeah. and it has um, to be like a hard biscuit I'm not having like what, you can't count cakes, your angel size you know what I mean you know that's gobshite behaviour. <laughs> the thing is, though, if you're counting Jaffa cakes, they've got to be, they've got to be the goat, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They're the cakes, aren't they? They're yeah. closing it in. Right, so, what are we going then? What are, like, the, the, the foxes, like, jam and cream? Jam and cream, yeah. yeah they, they've got to be up there, aren't they? Elite tier. Yeah. They're, um, like, Champions League winners three times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> People are tuning in for always and biscuits. No, there's nothing, there's nothing um, good to talk about football, so I'm going to try and get you slavering rather than right. English. So, jam and cream fox. Right, so. What else? I'm going to go Aldi's Ortiz. I think they're better Aldi's than chocolate Ortiz. hobnobs. Yeah. I think Aldi's Ortiz. They changed it for a bit. They went out of stock for ages, like around lockdown time. And um, yeah, they've gone like to. Um, like they've changed the recipe a tiny bit, but. They're not as good anymore, mm. but they are still clash. Yeah. Um, what else is there? It's hard to think when you're not spotting it. Yeah, it is. I also have no idea. <laughs> um, what else is there? What do you think? Like. Are you a fan of bourbons or custard creams or right? like Yeah, custard the uh, a bit plain custard creams. Like, you don't yeah, want to put boring, you don't want to you don't want to put custard creams in because it's like it's like the, that's like that meal deal where it's like ham sandwich water, <laughs> very salty crisp. Um, well, bourbons are right. We're all uh, tell you what, uh, lemon. The lemon, they call lemon, lemon puffs. puffs. Lemon yeah. puffs are quality. They're a top five. No one ever rates them. No, no, they're, they're, they're like, you can't like sneak under the radar, don't you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what else have we got? Under the radar. Um, I'm trying to think of like, but I don't really buy like brandy biscuits. It's like you like your classic like jammy dodger and. Uh, yeah. I don't really buy them anymore. I'll tell you what used to be good, them dirty milk. Um, Oh, I'll tell you what I've just thought. Dairy milk, like cream eggs, the dairy milk caramels and stuff. They're like eight in a box. 
they were like they were like a chocolate covered biscuit, but it had like the flavour of the like chocolate bars, so, like donut milk cream eggs. But they were clapped. Dad used to fucking oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. food packs of them yeah, yeah. after school. Yeah, I know what you're on about now. Like, I've just bought them. Like, yeah, the yeah, donut milk caramel biscuits, where it was like what was that round, and then there was like a caramel filling. The caramel filling, yeah. Um, fig rolls. I'm not a fig roll fan. I know, yeah. I was, I was thinking about the other week. I was like, they still make fig rolls. Oh, fig <laughs> just, fell, just fell off the, the grid, aren't they? Completely. Mm. You know, um, yeah, they're top five. Um, so how, how many have you got there? That's jam and cream foxes, lemon puffs, orties. Orties. That's five, isn't it? Fig rolls and. I'm trying to think of honourable mentions. Honourable mentions. Um, Do you like ginger nuts? Mm, no, not really. Mm. They're good, but if you put them in a biscuit barrel, the other biscuits, other biscuits start to taste like ginger. <laughs> yeah, it's absolute killer. What else do we have on a weekend? On a weekend. On a weekend. We like brewing every uh, with biscuits. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like stuff to talk about because Rovers is that that shit. <laughs> Watch out, good on telly. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people have been talking about Happy Valley. Yeah, I watched episode one last night. No spoilers. Um, it, it's all right. It's just like I don't know. I feel like people that obsess over BBC dramas just don't like Netflix, do they? Like, they're just not yeah. as good. I mean, Line of Duty was good. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But that BBC can't really speak because I haven't watched either. Line, Line, Line of Duty, Duty was good. But like, if you're watching like a series, you're gonna go like top like HBO stuff, aren't you? And, like Walking Dead, Game of Thrones. You're not gonna compare it to. Touch of Frost. <laughs> well, on ITV, BBC, whatever it was. I just think, like, terrestrial television. My favourite BBC one was Bodyguard a few years ago. Did you watch that? That was in really Game of good. Thrones, wasn't it? I'm not sure because I'm not in Game of Thrones. But... <laughs> um, um, he was like the Prime Minister's Bodyguard, weren't he? The yeah, female. Scottish cat. Yeah, yeah. 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 can't yeah. remember his name now, but. Uh, it's a lot of, at a time a lot of people were tipping him to be like the next James Bond because like how good his performance I think he still could be yeah but he, he's definitely in Game of Thrones he's one of the uh, one of the Stark brothers in Game of Thrones Um, what, what else anything is else is this what we've been reducing <laughs> we haven't spoken about what for that oh. oh you're going to what for on yeah, Saturday aren't you go, yeah, yeah right, well, <laughs> right we'll talk us through your plans for Saturday then yeah Saturday uh, God knows why I've Done what I've done. <laughs> no, um, how much are tickets? Uh, so the tenner for the match ticket. Yeah. Um, train was something stupid like fifty quid. Um, that wheel rail card as well. Yeah, it's expensive, that, isn't it? Um, half eight start. Train, tra- trains at eight thirty six from Blackburn. Um, yeah. So, so I, like. Work most weekends. Like I kind of had to like pick and choose like yeah. which away games to go to and that. So like, after Sunday, I went Sunday away on Boxing Day. I was kind of like, it's a bit of a shit day. It kind of put me off for a bit. But like recently, I've like kind of ready for yeah, a away day again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was meant to be working this Saturday, and now I swapped it for the Sunday. So now I'm going to be working at 11-7 on Sunday. Oh, <laughs> After minging. being... That is, that is minging. Yeah, it's, if we win, it absolutely stinks. Um, if we lose, it's worse, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, yeah. What have I done? <laughs> My next away day is going to be Leicester. And then... After that, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to watch Open Goal Broomhill on Saturday. 
I'm in mean, Scotland this weekend, so we're going up Friday night. We're about a Sunday, and Rebecca's out on Saturday. Wedding dress shop with me, Alana. So, all right. Um, I'm going to watch Open Gold Broomhill. That should be good. Yeah. Um, go and watch the boys. Go watch the uh, the the initial motivation through a podcast. <laughs> um, anything else to add? I think I'm done. I think I'm alternative commentary. That's the only thing left to do. Yeah. For this week. So, my God, that has been a short pocket. Twenty-eight minutes. Is that it? Yeah. Oh my God. What's happening? For the Man City. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Man City, yeah. FFP. Well, like, uh, final, breaching financial rules, however you want to say. I mean, I don't think they'll get much punishment, to be honest. Um, I think the people I've spoken to already know my thoughts about it. Um, the government were going to bring in uh, like an independent regulator for the Premier League, weren't they? They were going to yeah. say, like, we're going to control the regulations of who takes over, how much money is spent, whatever. And I think the Premier League have come and done this. Like a slap on the wrist. They say, oh, we're managing it, don't worry about it, we can still do it. Mm-hmm. And I just think, right, it's just a, a way of showing that they are really doing something without actually doing anything. And I, th- I think it depends on the punishment. If, if they expel them from the league, and they're obviously taking it seriously, but can I see it? No, probably a £100 million fine, which is... Absolutely, fuck all to Man City. Yeah. So, what is the point at all? I mean, there were there were mentions. Um, Real Madrid president, one of one of presidents at clubs abroad, said we need a Super League. Like he's putting plans forward again for two years' time. Yeah, it's and kind of like started up again today. And we already have a Super League. The Premier League is a Super League. We've got like Bournemouth signing players from it, like Italian clubs for like thirty million. Like, no, no Italian club should have players leaving going to what going to play for Bournemouth. And I know they say, oh, they want to play in the best league in the world. And if you are playing for like Inter AC Milan, like like competing for Serie A titles and Coppa Italia's and then playing in the Champions League, that's not that's not um, that's not lower than playing for Bournemouth fighting relegation every year in Prem just because you're in the Prem. Yeah, like, you might earn a bit more money, but like once you're earning that money anyway, like what's an extra? 25 grand a week yeah. like after tax and stuff you get out of caned out your ass to me it's been the case for quite a while now that the big five like the big the big five European leagues no, no longer really exists as like a concept it's like the Premier League yeah. and the other four now yeah, it feels the Premier like League is so far away now that much money like kind of just floating around in the Premier League it's unbelievable um I think the Super League will come in when the last four of the Champions League are like English teams for like three or four years. I think yeah. once it gets to like, no, when uh, like United and Chelsea like... nearly got to the final twice, and, and like, it, when uh, Chelsea just got to cover by Abramovich, it must have been like a few years after that, where they built like a super team. United yeah. were still spending a lot of money trying to compete. And they were both probably the best two teams in the world at the time. Yeah, um, just before like, that, well, Barca was there just as well. Just before yeah. Barca, weren't it? Well, Ra- Rackard's Barca not Chelsea out the year after with the refereeing decisions, and that's because yeah. they didn't want to repeat of the seasons before a final. Um, I think when that starts happening again, where you're having like City, Chelsea, City, Liverpool, Liverpool, United in the in the final, Liverpool, Newcastle. Um, <laughs> When you're having Black and Rose Newcastle in the Champions League final, like, that's when they'll start pulling the plug in. I mean, Chelsea have spent more than every other European league combined. Yeah. That's that's ridiculous. That shouldn't be allowed to happen. And we, we've 
well I've said for years that I would love a draft style system like they have in the NFL and the and the NBA I don't think it'll ever happen but and people say like oh we need we can't have the Super League it, it'll ruin ruin football yeah. football's ruined now like, what is the point for for so there's 92 clubs yeah but there must the be a way to fix that I, I, I were watching you know the overlap Gary Neville's yeah. like um Documentary, uh, podcast with yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and he just like released um, a new fan debate, and they were talking about like the whole thing in Man City, uh, in that, and um, they were talking about FFP and like sustainability and stuff like that. There's got to be a way. Like Gary Neville was saying, FFP. It, to him, it feels like it's only there to like keep the big clubs yeah. at the top and, and like he, he was saying like it's not fair that like using Man City as an example they should be 11th in the Premier League forever yeah. do you know what I mean that, it, does, it doesn't feel fair so it, and like obviously he's involved at Salford and he was saying like um, it's not fair that Salford should be in the 7th tier forever no. it's not fair I think, that I think Rovers without Uncle Jack's investment never so just been. like you know, kind of languish on Lord of existed. Yeah, you know. but I think um, FFP is to make the most marketable teams success, the most successful. So you've got yeah. your Liverpool, your United, Chelsea that make millions and millions in revenue. And I think that the easiest to market for the Premier League is like a product. So they don't want a Man City coming in where they have got history in a way, but like. They haven't got. They haven't grown that worldwide fan base, so it's harder to market Man City to the rest of the world than it than it is to market Man United or Liverpool. And yeah, I think it's just a tool that was introduced to. It probably when, but when did fan did it come in like two thousand eight? Probably around the time that the city started spending money. Yeah, and they probably thought, wait a minute, we need to protect the United. Your because yeah, if this if this is happening well, at that point it already happened at Chelsea yeah. it's going to happen at City yeah. you know what other clubs are going to get but, but um, I mean for me the, the, the money that they get in the Premier League so I think if you're wanting to invest money you, you need to invest money to compete like Bournemouth have invested money and they've invested money to survive in the Premier League That that's shite yeah, that does not exist I'm not sure about that <laughs> like, what um, is it? like they don't they don't try in a league cup they don't try in the FA cup like, like what is the point so there's a point to doing that at first like, clubs that keep doing that that's boring for me I, 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 I'd lose any sort of enjoyment you get from that um, initially pretty quickly you've got to kind of develop and evolve you know, you've got to do that at first and then build um, yeah uh, that's what you've got to do. Um, so it, it always irritates me when you get those kind of every season. It feels like you see it where you see Premier League clubs and they're they're, they're already safe come January, but they won't field full strength teams at FA Cup. Yeah, because there's that much money. Um, in that one in or two positions, one or two places. Yeah. It's just mad, isn't it? but it's like to me in a situation like that. You just, you just feel like you want to say to the board, like, just forget about your pockets for a second and just think of, like, the fans in the stands who are, yeah. you know, who are dreaming that one day... It's like Wigan they when they won the FA Cup, Cup and got relegated. Like, there might be a time when they get back in the Prem and, like... But 
you'll never take away their memories of winning the FA no, Cup no. ever. And they might never get back in the Prem, but if you ask the fans, what would you rather do, stay in the Prem and lost the FA Cup final? They'll be like, are you, fucking, are you mad? Yeah. Like, of course I want to win the FA Cup. And that, that's what I think a lot of them don't understand. Like, for that that 90 minutes or the year that you were holders of the FA Cup, no one will ever take that away from you. Mm. And I don't know, like, people celebrate. At the minute, it feels like 17th in the Premier League is a bigger achievement than winning any major trophy. Yeah. Like, even, like, you in the Europa League and Europa Conference League, I think the social media plays a part in it as well because teams will win a European Cup that isn't the Champions League. And people are like, oh, it's Mickey Mouse Cup to win it. Yeah, but for the fans, it's not. Like, the fans, if it, like, when Rangers went to the final in Seville, like... And, yeah, like it was unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable like, achievement. Yeah, and, like, people are like, oh, it's not the Champions League, is it? So... I don't, mm. care, I don't care who I'm playing in Europe. If we if we won one game in Europe whilst I was there, I'd be absolutely off my tits. Yeah. I'd be absolutely buzzing. I wouldn't care who we were. I'd be like a third division Polish side. I'd be, yeah. I'd be on pitch if we scored. <laughs> <laughs> and I, that's like, I mean, uh, that Europa Conference League 2, whenever it, um, whenever it gets in, introduced. They bring um, that in, Conference League 2. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's for oh. like, I think, I think it's for, I think the championship gets, um, the team that lost the playoff final I think that's right. how it is on FM I don't know if that's going to happen in real life so whoever misses out on the promotions Premier League will get Europa Conference League too but then I think to, that, to be honest though like, that will hinder the promotion chat. but then you could be like yeah. channeling like Estonia and like Liechtenstein and stuff it won't be it won't be Athletic or Bilbao no no <laughs> obviously not but I feel like you know it, it if, if we that, can't like, score if against it, Astro fucking Guru. <laughs> <laughs> if that was to happen, then it gives everyone a chance, doesn't it? I suppose. Yeah, it does, yeah. Um, you know, we've talked on here about like how you know we're like almost dying for like a preseason friendly abroad. You know, just to yeah. watch Rovers in Europe somewhere. So I don't know. But then again, like you know, you feel like European football. If you give it to everyone, then it maybe loses a bit. You know that. Yeah. The special kind of. Aurora around it, you know. Oh yeah, what man like a like a UK like tournament, you know, like Champions of Wales, Champions of Scotland. Yeah, the, the Johnson's the, Paint Trophy winners. This British, <laughs> British Cup thing has been a yeah. has been an idea oh. for a while. I, I think Tony Blair in nineties was was on about bringing that in. Don't, um, men, don't mention his name on this podcast. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I keep asking for football to be changed, and every time football changes get introduced or mentioned, it's like, no, no, you can't do that. You'll ruin football. Um, I don't know. I think for a lot of teams, your season's almost over by March. I don't think that's. I just don't understand the point. No. Um, like, I think I don't think they should have a, maybe the league cut they did like towards the end of the season when rather than starting it earlier. If the FA Cup all like, if you started the FA Cup in August and went through to the final in May, but but have it spread out and then the FA Cup weekends in between, you could do like a League Cup from March onwards, where people know they're safe and they're gonna put out stronger teams. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like in August, where if you've lost, so the first League Cup round is like three weeks into the season, isn't it? Yeah, it's very early. Isn't it? If you've lost your first two league games of the season, you're like, oh, oh shit. Like, yeah, better rest some, yeah, do yeah. we take the League Cup seriously and like try and stay up? Or like it, do we try and catch up with the rest of the league by going out sooner? And I just think like it'd be better off the opposite way around where there's probably less pressure on them and like even for the team that 
are like down there but expect to be up there they're like right well we're not going to catch the top six we're not going to qualify for Europe but like we've got a chance here to qualify for Europe by winning the League Cup later on in the season and like mm. they, they, they put everything into winning the League Cup and that I mean the FA the FA Cup round five quality wise in terms of teams probably the worst it's been for years yeah like we've got Leicester United West Ham City Spurs they're the last five out of 16 I think the rest of the Championship are League One aren't they I think so yeah Brighton 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 as well yeah Yeah. they're away away at Stoke aren't they so that's a tough game tough game but I mean you know Brighton are one of those teams that we've just been talking about who are you know they're having a good seat probably not going to get Europe though realistically so the the mid-table um why are they not going for FA Cup? Well, I mean, I mean, I mean they are. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but like, you know. Yeah, that should be the main priority. They should be going for FA Cup. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we need to make football sustainable and competitive. That, that, that's the, they, they should be the, the two big priorities. Like yeah. Andy Holt, the, the owner of Stanley, um, his idea of sustainability is that you only spend what you bring in with revenue to me that kind of like that, that I don't think that would have much of an impact because it kind of keeps you know that, that it kind of keeps the big clubs because Rovers aren't going to be able to whatever Rovers do we will never get the revenue of I'll any of the big United, six yeah. um, but then it goes back to like how you spend it like you look at the, the Bordeaux Glint in Norway like the Moneyball system like Brentford like the, the, with their Moneyball system yeah. you, you can cut costs by like not having an academy and hiring quite well and having like a decent recruitment system that's how you you uh, squeeze that advantage to like your favour but the other idea is that you have that revenue and then you like top it up with owner funding yeah so but it's but to me if you're going to do that the owner funding has to be uh, it has to be capped at a certain Say percentage, generally you know I mean, of revenue. So yeah, like an extra fifty percent on top of small. Yeah, I, say if I Man United bring in, I don't know, I'm just gonna make them for three hundred million in revenue. Like yeah. probably bringing out obviously a lot more than that. Um, but they can only put so much on the funding because because they already make so much off revenue. Do you know, whereas. Say Rovers make a lot, a lot less off revenue, they'd be able to put a lot more owner funding, so it kind of balances it out that way. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, we need to make it more competitive. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, the, the way that we're doing it now isn't sustainable, is it? Let's be honest, because Chelsea has spent so much this window, Sky Sports is celebrating how much has been spent, like it's the best thing ever. And, and in the next window, they want even more spending, they want, and it'd be like, that like new whoever gets taken over next will be like um if they spend five hundred million it's like oh well Chelsea spent six hundred million so you're not spending as much yeah. as them. And I think United United have been linked to like Qatari owners a couple today, aren't they? So like they'll just want another ridiculous spending spree after that. So but yeah. Well that's enough about corrupt owners and how much money they're gonna spend. Um Right, so we'll be back. Is that it? Is that it? Is that it? I think that's it, yeah. 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 We'll call it a do, though. We'll call it a do. Call it a do.
Equinor. Um, Alright, so we'll be back. We've been one before West Brom, or what do we do after West Brom? Double header next week, have an extra long episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably. Yeah, well, I'll I'll be away for it, and then surprised to do it for West Brom, actually. Right. I'll be down south on Thursday. Alright, okay. And then. Well, probably, what I'm enough time to turn it around on Friday. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll do it before West Brom, and then we'll do. Yeah. We'll, we'll sort it. We'll be back next week anyway. Yeah. Right, that's us for another week. So yeah. I'll see. I'll see. See you later. Podcast Network.